The Las Vegas Raiders have partnered with the global lifestyle app TrueConnect to give the gift of wellness. Transform your mind, body, and soul through thousands of hours of premium fitness content, guided meditations, progress tracking, and more. Visit tcfree.fit to redeem one free year of TrueConnect exclusively for Raider Nation. Raider Nation, what is going on? Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of First Stop Indie presented by EOS Fitness. I'm Eddie Pascal, and by the time you hear this, the NFL Scouting Combine, the 2023 NFL Scouting Combine, will officially be in the books, which means we are now full steam ahead into the 2023 offseason and everything that is going to mean for not only your Las Vegas Raiders, but the NFL as a whole. And if you will notice, I sound a little bit different today than I have for the first few episodes of the show because I am back here in our beautiful studio at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center. And while the combine is still going on, and while things are the, the final on-field workouts are, are occurring, we had to get back to the desert. We had got to get back to our home. We had to get back in this beautiful studio. But all the same, since the last time that we spoke, things have changed in the NFL The Combine, as I said, has continued to keep on chugging along. And so today, really what I wanted to do was kind of look at the things that we've learned thus far in the offseason, specifically while we were in Indianapolis at the Combine. And I said it going into the process of the Combine, and and I said it during our, our last episode of the show that we did in Indy. My goal going into the week was to have a little better of an idea of how the 2023 Raiders were going to get built. I didn't want to have, and I shouldn't say I didn't want, of course I would have loved to have all the answers to the test, but I didn't expect we were going to get all the answers. I didn't expect I was going to have every single item on my checklist knocked off, and we didn't, but I do think that we heard from, uh, from Dave, excuse me, Dave McDaniels, Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels, and what we heard from them, it, it kind of helped us give, get a little clarity to how the Raiders are going to attack the next couple months, really with free agency, and I can't believe I'm saying this, with free agency starting next week and then the draft the last week of April. So really, when we look at kind of the broad strokes, the thesis of everything that we learned in Indy, this is probably my biggest takeaway. Shocker. The Raiders are going to be in the quarterback market, Right. As we sit here now, the Raiders have a single signal caller under contract when the league year turn league year turns. That would be Chase Garbers. But they have one quarterback. No NFL team is going into the season with one quarterback. Additions are going to be made into that room. We heard that from, from Ziegler and McDaniels themselves. But really, for me, my biggest takeaway was not that the Raiders are going to be in the quarterback market because I think we already knew that. My biggest takeaway, really, was that it doesn't feel... Like the front office here in Las Vegas is willing to reach for their quarterback. Now, to be fair, that's a little bit of me reading between the lines and, and kind of, you know, understanding the nod, nod, wink, wink, and hearing other people talk about the Raiders as well. But sitting here at number seven, you have a top 10 pick. And that what that number seven pick does is gives you, if you wanted to, the ability to get one of these three, now maybe four, with the emergence of Anthony Richardson, kind of top-tier quarterbacks uh, in 2023. But hearing from Josh McDaniels, hearing from Dave Ziegler, it really became clear to me that they are looking for two things. They are, one, looking for a player who's going to be here for a long time. The goal is to not to find a stopgap person, someone who maybe, uh, it's a year, two years, see what happens. But the second kind of thing that, that I took away from that is that, as I said, This front office is not going to be willing to reach for that player. 
we heard from Dave Ziegler, we heard from Josh McDaniels about the importance of, of that first round of the draft, of having just draft capital in general, and that there's a cost to do business if you want to move up. And you have to understand that if you, hypothetically speaking, right, hypothetically big, bold letters, if you were to go from seven to let's call it three, that it costs money to do that. It costs draft picks to do that. It costs you. It, what it does is it sacrifices the back end of your draft, most likely. You have less chances to go get players. You have less picks. Financially, there are, are limitations to what you can do if you were to move up. So is it, is it possible that the Raiders fall in love with one of these, these quarterbacks over the next five, six weeks and just say, hey, this is the guy, this is the person that we think can be the quarterback, the face of this franchise for the next 10, 12, 15 years. We got to go get him. Sure. I think that's fair. There is always a chance. There is a non-zero chance that that happens. But I think for me, as I said, this front office is not going to be willing to reach for that player. They're going to do that. They're going to get that player within the kind of system that they've built to go do that. So is that, is that player in the draft? Is he in the first round of the draft? Is he on day two or day three of the draft? Is it in free agency? Those are the questions we don't have answers to. But what I do know is that this front office won't reach. And I think the other thing that was, was really illuminating, we heard from Josh McDaniels, and, and he said that the past four years for him have been such an educational experience just in terms of the quarterbacks that he's had because he's gone from Tom Brady to Cam Newton to Mac Jones and then Derek Carr a year ago. Guys that all do share similar skill sets in some way, but guys that are very different. Guys that go about business and being effective and moving a defense and getting an offense up and down the field in different ways. So yes, Josh McDaniels has, you know, I think an idea of what his prototypical air quotes quarterback looks like. But the past four years now has given him a deeper understanding, a better basis of knowledge for how to rock and operate with guys that can do things a little bit differently. And you look at the NFL these days, there's no clear-cut way to how to win, how to win Super Bowls. No clear-cut way, no kind of prototypical quarterback anymore. And that's awesome, right? I think long gone are the days where your starting quarterback has to be six foot five and can throw up the, you know, 225, 28 times, whatever it is. Now, there's value in having skills like that, absolutely. But to say that is the be-all, end-all way that a quarterback has to operate in, in the NFL, that ship has sailed. So you look at a guy like Bryce Young this year, you, you, know, you look at someone who is perhaps a little diminutive, more diminutive in stature, is not Brent Brothlisberger out there, right? But has a very different, has a very unique way to go about business and has been very effective doing that, right? And so to me, those are, like I said, one of my biggest takeaways in terms of the quarterbacks. The other one, you know, just kind of going down the list a little bit, again, not a shocker, right? But kind of just reaffirming everything that we have learned over the past couple weeks. But this defense is not a, a finished product by any stretch of the imagination. Dave Ziegler said that. Josh McDaniel said that. There are going to be assets added to this defense. And whether that is in free agency next week, in that first wave, or if that's in the draft at some point, this defense is not complete yet. And I know I'm stating the obvious to the fan base here because oftentimes, and I mean this with all due respect, there were a lot of moments last year defensively where it felt like Max Crosby, 
Chandler Jones, Nate Hobbs, and then everyone else. Not I, I shouldn't say figuring it out, but you know, kind of trying to raise their level of play to the guys to, to the level of those three. So this defense is going to have to get better. If the, regardless of who the quarterback is in 2023, the Las Vegas Raiders want to make substantive noise the latter part of the year, if they want to be a factor, if they want to be a problem in the AFC West, doesn't matter who's under center if that defense is going to give up X amount of points a day. The defense has got to get better, and I think that there's a commitment uh, from coach and GM to do just that. And really, you know, I, I think my biggest takeaway from the entire process, and again, just checking the box a little bit, is that Dave McDaniel? Why this is the second time I've done it? Dave McDaniel. Sorry, sorry, DZ. Fun little uh, little aside though, as I'm messing people's name up. So, so DZ called me in kind of in passing as we were setting up our interview the other day. He called me Edward, and it threw me off. Threw me off big time. I was like, I was like, you just called me Edward. He kind of, you know, he wasn't doing it in a mean way. He's joking with me. He's like, yeah. I said, man, my parents don't even call me Edward. Like Edward is like the name when I'm like I'm in trouble. Like when I was a kid and I had I had done something I should not have done. The Edward came out. So it threw me off. So maybe this is me getting back at Dave saying, hey, you called me Edward. I'm going to call you Dave McDaniels twice on the pod. Anyways, back to the important stuff. The big takeaway for me, Dave Ziegler, DZ, and Josh McDaniels, very much aligned in, in kind of the plan and the process of this offseason. Uh, just hearing them you know, speak separately which they did in Indy, right? You're not going to hear a tandem coach-GM presser. I think that'd be kind of fun, actually. But hearing them speak separately, very aligned in, in kind of their plan, in their process, in the acknowledgement of things that they wish went a little better in 2022, right? And I think that if you're a fan of this team and, and you're, we're kind of at a crossroads right now, right? When you have questions at quarterback... You always find yourself organizationally, right? What are we going to do? Who's the next guy? What is the, this? Is this is a big decision that's going to really impact almost every part of our operation? But the fact that that Dave and Josh are aligned, that they understand the gravity of a situation like this, and this is something the fans are, are fired up about. They feel some type of way about the fact that these guys are, as I said, aligned and knowing exactly what they're looking for, I think if you're a fan of the silver and black, that has to make you feel good. That has to make you confident going into the next really crucial time for this organization. It has been a long time, long, long time, since we have had questions about who's going to line up under center week one. And for the first time in about a decade, we don't know the answer to that as we record this on March 6th. So it's really hard to overstate kind of just the, the importance of this period. Uh, for the Raiders. And as I said, though, Josh McDaniels, Dave Ziegler, locked in a line on what they're looking for, what the plan is, and how they're really going to execute that plan. Two more things real quick before we, uh, before we hit the old dusty trail here. Uh, I just wanted to bring up two guys, and, and we get these guys every year. And there's, I will caution a little bit, right? You have guys that just absolutely demolish the combine. Guys that have fantastic outings, run the 40 in this, put up 225 that, the broad jump is this, all that kind of stuff, right? And it's a lot of fun to talk about because guys make themselves a lot of money when they ball out doing that. And I, But I should say, just a tiny tinge of caution as we remember some of the cautionary tales of people that did superbly 
at the combine. And then unfortunately, we did not see that translate to the field on Sundays. But just as I say that, uh, how about my guy, Christian Gonzalez from Oregon? My goodness. Whoo. That guy made himself some money this weekend or last week. Balled out. Absolutely balled out in all the uh, in all the testing and all the measurables. And a guy that, hey, man, you know, wherever he ends up, that is a good DB. That is a good defensive back, and someone is going to uh, someone is going to be very very happy there in that first round. So look at uh, what Christian Gonzalez did. Ran a four three eight forty forty one and a half inch on the vertical, eleven one broad jump. That'll do. Uh, Thirty two inch arms, uh, and then I'm reading the NFL Network profile right now. He snatched uh, pass from the air, backpedaled efficiently, went through every drill without issue. Had just a single stumble, just one. In transition and one early drop, everything seemed to come easy for one of the top cornerbacks in the 2023 NFL draft. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. The other guy who I'm sure you have heard about by now, whose stock seems to be soaring in early March, Anthony Richardson, the quarterback from Florida, who, I mean, to be fair, give the man credit, set a bunch of quarterback records doing combine drills. Just a beast. His vert. Best ever for a quarterback. Clocked in at 6'4", 240. Ran the 40 in 4-4-3. That is moving for a big man. That is a big fella who is rocking down the sideline. And I think really what's interesting for him is that it really checked a lot of boxes, I, I would assume, for, for folks. That you wanted to see it. You wanted to, How does he test? How does he measure? And then he blows it out of the water, right? Again, just a cautionary tale. And this is not a, an indictment on Mr. Richardson at all. But you're going to have to do it on Sunday, right? You're going to have to do it on Sunday. You have to go back and see, was it, was, were these skills, were these intangibles present when he was out there doing his thing in Florida? And I don't have the answer to that question. I'm not a, a tape guru. But, uh, yeah, another guy that really is, is, seems to be flying up draft boards as we, as we get rocking here in mid, excuse me, early March. But the Combine, per usual, fantastic event. I have, uh, you know, I have shared my praise for the great city of Indianapolis time and time again, and I will not stop doing it. Uh, a great event in a great location, and it just makes sense. It makes sense to have the combine in Indy. I hope the league keeps it there. Uh, it is great to see all of our friends around the league. And as I said, it's even better to get a few more answers, a little more clarity uh, on how the mosaic of the 2023 Las Vegas Raiders is going to work. It was a great time doing this little limited series show, First Stop Indy. It was a blast. Go back and check out all the other episodes. Go back and, and just subscribe to the Raiders Podcast Network to hear our conversations with Josh McDaniels, Dave Ziegler, uh, Assistant GM Champ Kelly stopped by and was just the best. It was great to catch up with him. We did a lot in Indy. We were rocking. We were rolling. We were producing a lot of content. Big shout out to everyone on our production crew who was in Indy making sure that we looked good. We sounded good. Everything looked spectacular on Raiders.com. There are a lot of folks that go into this. And, uh, man, we just had a lot of fun out there. Very happy to be home. But, man, we had a good time in Indy. So, until next time, Eddie Pascal. And you just listen to First Stop Indy presented by EOS Fitness. Mm-hmm.